Jesus said that the kingdom of God is like a landowner. Matthew 21 says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Through this landowner, we can see the kingdom of God, God, Jesus said. What was he like? What was the distinct characteristic of this landowner? The first thing we notice about this landowner was that he was constantly searching from early in the morning. In the Bible, when he says early in the morning, it means six o'clock in the morning. So he went out six o'clock in the morning and nine o'clock and 12 and three in the afternoon. Every three hours he went out and he went out even at five in the evening. I wonder why he went out five o'clock in the evening. There is only one hour left for people to work. This tells us about this owner. His searching was not just for himself. It's not just to use them. His searching was good for the laborers. It was for them, not necessarily for himself. We can see that very clearly in verse 6 and 7. And about 5 o'clock he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard. No one has hired us. That's the key. The kingdom of God is a place where the unwelcomed are welcomed. The unrecognized are recognized, and the rejected are accepted. That's what kingdom of God is like. People who have experienced this already tasted the kingdom of God. It is something that people who have everything, People who have money, power, and fame will not be able to experience. In the kingdom of God, people feel welcomed. No matter who they may be, no matter how weak and how sinful, how vulnerable they may be, they are all welcomed. That's what the kingdom of God is like. That's why in the kingdom of God, people live with this indebted heart. Everyone in the kingdom of God, they 
live with this indebted heart. They feel that they don't deserve what they have. They don't deserve what they re uh, receive. The place where everyone lives with this indebted heart. That's what the kingdom of God is like. There's no one who lives, who, who has this entitlement attitude. Living with an indebted heart does not mean that you're under burden or pressure that you have to pay the debt. It does not mean living uh, as in, with an indebted heart does not mean that you live in the shadow of shame and guilt because of the debt. Indebted feeling, indebted feeling is the feeling that why am I loved? Why am I so cared for? Who am I that God is mindful of me? That kind of feeling. That's what indebted heart is like. We experience the warmth and loving care and deep within us, we have this tremendous gratitude. Gratitude. I am nobody and yet people treat me like I'm somebody. That's what we experience in the kingdom of God. When I hear St. Paul's confession, I believe that he lived in the kingdom of God. Let me share that with you. Then he appeared to James. This is after Jesus was uh, uh, raised from the dead. And this is Paul's confession. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, last of all, as to someone untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, unfit to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am who I am. And his grace towards me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I work harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Can you see the indebted heart? Can you see the brokenness? Can you see the gratitude? I believe that he lived in the kingdom of God. This landowner provided a wonderful place for the workers. That place was not just a place where they worked. That place is a place where they felt welcomed. They experienced love and grace. They experienced the new opportunity of life. They felt useful, needed, wanted, and valued. It was not just a place to work. It was a place where you feel really good about yourself. That was what Jesus did. You know, Jesus' life was like a metaphor. Metaphor of what kingdom of God is like. He spent, he spent time with those who were rejected, alienated, and gave them hope 
for the new life and a new opportunity. He restored their dignity. They felt loved for the first time. Nobody hired us. How that feels? It's not a good feeling. They all felt loved for the first time. Always they received from society judgment, discrimination, cold shoulder. That's, they are used to receiving that kind of treatment and yet Jesus came. How beautiful, how valuable, how precious you are. Jesus made them feel that. Most people might have followed Jesus because they saw miracles. Wow, this is great. Which is wonderful. His teaching is great. So they just followed us seeing, can we see another kind of miracle? But I think there, are some, there were some people who followed Jesus because they felt this love and acceptance from Jesus. They experienced, because they experienced the kingdom of God, they followed Jesus. When Jesus said to Zacchaeus, I will stay at your house tonight. Zacchaeus, nobody said it until then. And when, as soon as he heard that, he felt so welcomed, he gave up all his possessions. When Mary experienced love from Jesus, she broke her most precious perfume and poured it on Jesus' feet. They both experienced the kingdom of God. That's why they followed Jesus. When the disciples experienced the kingdom of God, they gave up their life. The kingdom of God is hidden to those who think they can handle their lives well on their own, who don't need anybody's help. I can take care of myself. The kingdom of God is hidden to those who think like that. But the kingdom of God is revealed to those who desperately need God's help. My friend, the kingdom of God is not something that we can create for ourselves. Kingdom of God is a gift to all of us. It is to get a new opportunity to start again, even though we have failed. That's why there is a joy. There is gratitude. People who experience the kingdom of God live with joy and gratitude because it's a gift. They all have this indebted heart. The fact that they were able to work at the vineyard was the grace of the landowner. And the fact that they received the full wage on top of that was also the grace that they received. To them, one denarian was not just a wage, it was gift. 
It was sign of grace. Our life is not a wage, but a gift. If you understand that, your life will be brightened up. And it is not a gift just to receive. It is also a gift to share with others. Like the Zac- what Zacchaeus did and what Mary did. They shared. The beautiful thing that they experienced, they shared with other people. When you receive the grace, you want to share it. That's the nature of uh, what grace is like. When you receive the grace, you don't you know, want to hold it uh, just for yourself. You want to share it. That's what grace is. When you live with this indebted heart, you want to share the good things that you have. Not to pay off the debt, but to share the joy with thankfulness. You all received life as a gift. Enjoy it. And be happy. That's what you do. When you receive the gift, enjoy it and be happy. You ought to be happy. When you're down, depressed, when you feel that nothing goes well in your life, when you feel sad and lonely, when you feel that nobody really cares about you, God comes to you and knocks your door. When God does that, open the door and he will come in. This is what Revelation says. Listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I'll come in to you and eat with you and you with me. Party, enjoy it. But unfortunately, in today's story, there were people who were not that happy in that vineyard. They grumbled against the owner. This is what they said. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received the usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner. They grumbled. When I went to Madagascar, uh, I had to go to this place where no car could go in. So I had to take the uh, boat to enter into that uh, area. That's, that is one of our missions. Uh, we had a church there and a mission uh, project there. So we went through about two hours, two, three hours. Boat. And then I saw people uh, in that river. It's a huge river. Uh, the, the river, they came and they, they, they dived. I thought they were playing. So but what are they doing? They're enjoying themselves? No, they are digging the gra- uh, their sand. So because on the shore, there's no more sand because they uh, dug already. So they go kind of in the middle and the dive and then pull out the sand and put it in the canoe. And then once the canoe is filled, they go uh, to the shore and then uh, dump it and then go out again. 
They do that all day. They do that all day. And they sell it, sell the sand to the construction company. And then I went along and I saw a kind of a mountain with the rocks. And there were people who are, uh, uh, you know, what do you call that? <laughs> Cutting the stone. Uh, and then they do that all day, the very hot day, all day. Both these people, they receive $2 a day. And when they receive it on the way home, they buy rice and a little bit of vegetable and then feed the whole family. They don't have saving. They live day by day. If they don't receive that wage, then the whole family starves. The one denarian was like that. That landowner gave one denarian each because they need it. Not to discriminate people, not to stir up competitive attitude because they needed it. He gave one denarian. But people who came early grumbled against the owner. In the beginning, they considered their work in the vineyard as a gift. But in the, in the end, they thought of their life, their, their life as a wage. Greed took over. You know, when greed takes over you, takes you uh, over, Interesting. You never feel abundant. You always feel that you don't have enough. That's what greed does. When you don't have greed, all of a sudden, even if, even if you don't have much, you feel so abundant. You have enough. But once greed takes over, you feel that you don't have enough all the time, even though you have more. That's what greed does. Only grumbling. In the greed, greedy heart, there is no thankfulness. There is no gratitude. There is no indebted feeling. Only grumbling. St. Paul didn't do that. Hear again what he said. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me has not been in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. There is no grumbling. Let down your greed. Let down your grumbling. Be thankful. Be joyful and be happy. All you have is God's gift. Your children are God's gift. Your family is God's gift. Your friends around you who care about you is God's gift. And the abundance that you enjoy every day is God's gift. Be thankful. Live with indebted heart and be happy 
and share the joy with others.